Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. Below me is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. What's up? Pretty good. All right, before we get into today's topic, we want to make sure everybody out there knows about our new community. It's a free community, community.agileforhumans.com. A lot of Scrum and Agile practitioners get together to talk about issues, work through problems, and just uh, nerd out on Scrum. We think you'll like it. Head on over, join the community, and uh, you might even get some time with Todd and I as well. So we hang out there quite a bit. So we hope to see you over at the community at community.agileforhumans.com. Todd, today's question, it comes up a lot in our product owner course, which we just wrapped up today. Um, at least we wrapped up one of them today. How do you find your stakeholders? Hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, I think this was, I think I might have kind of scared people when I said that I've met, uh, I was in a circumstance with a product owner before that did not involve stakeholders and got fired because of it. And <laughs> So, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're good friends and big fans of the work of the liberators, Christian and uh, Barry. And uh, we refer people to this. Uh, Christian wrote this article last year. And, and since, since we saw that, we've, we've really been talking through using a stakeholder map and thought it might be, might, might be interesting to, to first give a shout out to some of their work and also turn you on to what we believe to be a really awesome way to identify your stakeholders and any gaps you might have in them. Yeah. And uh, just for those of you looking for the link immediately, here's a link below. It's also in the show notes. So we hope you check this out. But uh, Todd's going to walk you through the highlights and then uh, hopefully you can check this out in your leisure uh, later on. Yeah. So, I, you know, we don't want to just read you an article. I think really one of the highlights is this canvas that they have um, they have created. Right. And they have step-by-step instructions for how you could uh, potentially facilitate this exercise. Right. And it just shows, um, you know, we have two axes in influence over a product and stake in a product and really four different quadrants of stakeholders that we might uh, we might want to identify. Right. Um, we've we've run this in classes and in consulting engagements as well over the past year. 
And, uh, and, and quite frankly, it's worked really well. So huge shout out, um, Christian and, uh, Barry, uh, for it. Yeah. These quadrants are interesting, Todd. I like this idea of latents, promoters, defenders, and audience, mm -hmm. you know, there's different levels of communication and information. And I think in, in some cases, just, um, keeping them involved and in the loop, depending on which quadrant you're in, the latents always get me in trouble. And I usually forget who they are and I don't manage that correctly. And, and I've had issues in the past. And so what I like about this format is it really makes you sit down and think about who has high influence, um, but low stake or who's got high influence and high stake. And, and it also gives you a chance to really strategize and think about how am I going to interact with these different groups and make sure that they're all getting what they need given their their role and given their um their stake and their influence uh, but it's also interesting if i sit down as a product owner with a scrum master and look at this format i can also think about where are some of the obstacles not in people but in communicating with these people mm -hmm. like where are some of the impediments that are causing miscommunication and can really be more intentional and strategic about first identifying stakeholders but then even later on managing that that in, that relationship yeah yeah. And, you know, as part of a product owner's uh, accountability, it's to make the uh, the product backlog transparent. And there's a bunch of different ways to do that. I think you're kind of hinting on this. And uh, not every one of these would be a, the same approach. Like I wouldn't take the same approach for promoters as I would for audience. Right. And then also uh, when it comes to that, too, I, I would say that promoters, we always want in a sprint review. Uh, maybe we don't want audience in every, maybe we do. I don't know. That's a, another good question to ask. So I look at this and I start to think about, um, what, like how, how, how might I, how might I be creating transparency? That's good enough for that particular area. Also in the future, this is going to change at what interval do I need to reevaluate this? So a lot of really thought provoking, uh, uh um, the stuff that happens by looking at this. Uh, something I think that a product owner should uh, visit quite frequently and be cognizant of and, and really dig the the four quadrants here. Yeah, definitely check this out. Let us know in the comments. How do you identify your stakeholders? How do you create plans on how you're actually actively going to engage with them? We think those are important topics. Can't wait to see, hear how all of you do it, but definitely check out the Liberators. Uh, some great stuff. We also want to make sure you check out community.agileforhumans.com. These are the types of tools, tips, and techniques that we talk about over in the community. We think these could help you out too. So join us over there, community.agileforhumans.com. Check out the Liberators. Here's that link again. It's a really great article over on Medium. We hope you dig into it and get a lot out of it. I think, Todd, it's probably end screen time. It is end screen time. Be sure to check out the socials, like, and subscribe so you never miss a video. Uh, Todd and I work hard each and every day to try to bring some great information to the forefront to help you get better at Scrum each and every day. You don't want to miss those videos. We also answer, answer a lot of your questions, so leave a comment below, ask your question. It's likely going to get answered in a future video. Speaking of videos, some videos are going to pop up right about meow, and these videos <laughs> yeah. have been picked by the, by the algorithm. It thinks you're going to like them. We do, too. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. We hope that all of you stay amazing out there. Keep doing some great scrum and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. 
Thanks for listening and scrum on.